heard this voice i go by the name of shu and i'm shay listen guys we have missed we you so you. much i mean i know for a fact that people have been getting onto us <laughs> through dm text messages like where are you guys um but we are back and our aim for this year in particular is to be more consistent honestly like we really want to be um a lot has happened a lot has changed a lot's been happening behind the scenes both good and bad Mm. but we really felt led and felt it was so important for us to pick up where we left off you know yeah and get some more episodes out to you come on let us know what you want as well so anything you want us to talk about it's true it's true because we've got like a list of topics and like speakers and stuff but if there's anything in particular that's you know relevant to you guys or you want us to touch on or you want to hear our opinions on something and like feel free to send us a message we'd love to like explore that as well um but before we do that we are gonna do a little game we usually do um this or that but we're gonna switch it up for you guys in Mm -hmm. 2022 (laughs) but anyway so today's game um is called word association um so we will have i know one random word and the person needs to think of a word that is associated with said word yes um but if that person hesitates or repeats or you i don't know dispute like that doesn't match like pluto is no longer our planet so that don't work then they're out but the thing is right mm. i wish we need to actually start recording because shiv and i are really competitive we in are. real life we and are. it's it's so sad however i i do feel like you know, this will be quite fair. Yeah. And if you feel like it's not fair, please write down in the comments how <laughs> Shiv has been out of order to me. I'm just, I'm not a prophet, but I know Shiv well. Do you know I'm what I mean? I'm always the bully somehow. Always. So, <laughs> all right. So, Shay, if I let you go first, how about you think of, I don't know, a random word, and then we'll go from there. So, we're going to do a minute, and hopefully we'll see how many words we can get. So, Shay, would you like to go first? Yes, I will. Ready? Okay. We're going to start in three... Two, one, let's go. Valley. Hills. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> was that hesitation? <laughs> it would seem that I've won already. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Valleys. <laughs> it's because I looked at our bottle and I saw it. And then... All right, so I'm going to stop the timer. And yeah, you I'm going to say that I won that. But... Let's go again. I'm going to make it fair. Okay? Oh, so, wow. 2022. I know. I'm a new lady. Well. So, Shay, mm-hmm. over to you. What a word. Yes. Okay. Um, speaker. Sound. Music. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. How can I not know a word for right. music? I guess that's one one. Okay, cool. All right. Last, last round. And you can start. Just okay, play. cool. Jamaica. Paradise. The Caribbean. St. Vincent. Heat. Hair. <laughs> Dreadlocks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was. I think that's right. time, guys. Yeah, yeah, you won. I you think won. that's time. So. Dreadlocks, Rasta. I know, sure. I know, I know. And even so, we don't call them dreadlocks anymore. We just call them locks now. But yeah, so that's us. That's us with our little icebreaker. Um, but Shay, we've not actually spoken to our listeners since October, and that's. That's a long time, you know. Like, yeah. what's been going on with you? What's new? So, since October, we had Girl Talk. Ooh, it ooh. was such an amazing day. It was so good to be back on the stage mm. with you and just really 
speaking to so many girls honestly my favorite event that we do together um so october what's happened i've had quite a few things uh things in the background um my cousin passed away Mm -hmm. my granddad passed away um just towards christmas which allowed me to go to the beautiful island of dominica Uh. Um, to pay respects to, to, to my granddad, but also spend time with my dad yeah. and my aunt, who listens to this. Love you, Auntie Jenny, my favourite aunt. Um, and just travel throughout the island. And I think those are the main things. Not only that I lost someone or mm. people close to me, but my young people yeah. and those around me also did at the same time. So it was quite stressful. Mm. Um, but it was nice to get away and yeah. be in the sun. Yeah, I mean... We spoke more or less every day, isn't it? It's true. <laughs> you were out there and like, yeah, there was a time difference and yeah, there might have been a bit of a lag, but like, I love the fact that you were able to be with family, like mm. in your, with your dad in particular and just having yeah. that time to just be in the sun and to rest and drink yeah. tea five times a day. Mm. And like, oh, I was literally wishing that I was there with you. Mm. Um, I guess for me, in October, I turned 29 um, so I love like I'm someone the girls always say that I do the most because if I'm if I'm gonna do something I'm gonna do a lot of things like have two weddings, <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I turned twenty nine um so we went away to Greece for that um Ooh. which was amazing like Dwayne's really good at surprising me um in general which is definitely an answered prayer <laughs> um I remember I like preached in November as well and then we flew out to Lisbon like a couple of days after so. It was a blessing to be able to travel. Like I don't take that lightly at all because I know there are some people who haven't travelled in like three years. Mm. But I've travelled every year in like the last ten years, which is which is Ooh. massive. It's actually massive. Amazing. Um. Uh. What else? Christmas was spent with family in Bedfordshire. It was amazing. Dwayne's mum turned sixty. Hi, mummy Delma. Hey, auntie. Um, and we planned this huge surprise for her where like her sister and her nieces came over from the stage yes. shout out Aunt Vic ooh, ooh, and cos cos oh hey Sari hey. how you doing <laughs> I miss you guys Shay, Love you Shay, Shay loves you guys and misses you guys um but yeah like aside from you know the the family side of things um in the last couple of months has been a real breakthrough mm. in terms of like mental my own mental health and yeah. healing and journeying um through that so yeah that's amazing thank you for sharing and it it shows that actually especially you or us being very public figures and helping out with other people we actually still go through things and it's a lot but it's amazing to hear about the breakthrough and healing and just the fun times that you had thanks sis but yeah i think we should get started with today's podcast really um so as you guys will see from the title we're going to be speaking a bit about trauma but Mm. in particular how we often invalidate our trauma and what we go through. I remember I came across a post a few months ago Mm. and it said, stop invalidating your trauma. Mm. And it was really eye-opening for me because I'm someone who's been through stuff, but I also often, not like compare, but I'm guilty of saying like, oh, but they've been through much worse. And and I think that quite a few people have done that. And Mm. I'm gonna just share like some of the things that came up on that post. Um, so it says traumas we often invalidate so neglect infidelity um, having a loved one with severe mental illness um, emotional abuse having a partner struggling with addiction bullying 
infertility, burnout, mm. undiagnosed health challenges, divorce, being unemployed, immigrating, experiencing multiple losses in a row. Like I literally circled that one five times. Chronic pain, poverty, abuse from authority figures, witnessing violence, experiencing um, forms of oppression and, mm. and others. And I read that and I remember I posted it on my story and loads of people like reposted it as well. And I was literally sat there thinking, whoa, like I can identify with a lot of these things. Yeah. And at one point in my life, I've actually thought that this isn't trauma. I've actually mm. said to myself, oh, it's nothing. And I've kind of pushed it to the side. And and I don't know, like what for you, Shay, like does that kind of resonate with you? Like is, is are there anything on there that's kind of like stood out to you? Yeah, there's quite a few things actually. Experiencing multiple losses in a row. Mm. Um and I wanna touch on that because actually growing up how I grew up London, you know, quite often we, we see young people dying from gun and knife crime. And for the generation that's after us, they see that as normal and to be fair, I see that as normal. It's a part of life, but that's a traumatic experience. Yeah. And I think what we do quite often you said something it's we need to begin to acknowledge that it's trauma that's right we yeah. see it's a normal part of life and it's like all right let's go on let's continue mm. uh someone's passed away r.i.p let's move on mm. but actually we need to begin to address this because as you get older uh, or as you see life differently you actually see this isn't normal yeah. do you know what i mean so yeah those are some of the things that resonate with me yeah yeah like even reading through it now people pop to my mind yeah um and i just think like you know if you suffer from a chronic disability that you maybe didn't have before that's mm. trauma or if you've lost a loved one whether it's just one loved one or multiple that's trauma if you've been in an accident that's yeah. life-changing or yeah. life-threatening that's trauma like even we know people who've navigated through war yeah. or genocide yeah We've all navigated and survived a global pandemic. Yeah. That is trauma. Honestly, it's so real. And I think trauma is normal, mm. if that makes sense. Yes. We At some point, we will experience some sort of trauma, whether it's yeah. first-hand or second-hand. I don't know the science behind it too mm. well, and maybe we should get someone to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But actually when we experience trauma it begins to shape our worldview and how we navigate yeah. through life how we trust people yeah. how we build it's relationships true, true. how we see ourselves it's do you know true. what i mean and i think quite often when stuff happens so i talk about death quite often because i think that's trauma that i understand well mm. and i've navigated and yeah. i've seen both sides but someone passes away my grieving process isn't to cry straight away i i, I hold it like, in yeah hold yeah. it in and I, it's like i have a, a box like yeah. a wall yeah and then I start to ask questions yeah. if it's someone close to me and how can I support or yeah. how can I do this? But I, I go on. And it isn't until sometimes the day of the funeral or even months after when mm. I'm by myself, I'm like, oh, Processing it. someone's passed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's just me. When, it's, when I'm supporting my friends or my family, it's the mm. same sort of thing. There's a book, a really good book called The Body Keeps the Score, mm. and which talks about how trauma stays in your body and you yeah, can feel it's it physical yeah. Yeah. yeah actually i remember i got i started to get therapy um mm. last year yeah, yeah definitely last year yeah. and i was speaking to my therapist about uh my friend passing away um mm. about danielle passing away and she asked me to explain everything and i did and then she goes 
what are you feeling inside of your body? Mm. And I paused. I said, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get mm-hmm. it. She goes, no, what are you feeling? And I started to explain the emotions that I felt. Mm. And it wasn't until she goes, that's, it's stuck in your body. Now wow. you need to begin to release. And it wasn't until I started to acknowledge that, mm. that with other traumas, or other traumatic situations, when I speak about something, I, I actually look to my body and I'm like, how am I feeling? Feel it, yeah. And I need to begin to get rid of that. I otherwise, it. It, it's held me back and it yeah. continues to hold me back. Wow. Um, wow. Now, what you've shared is is definitely something that um, I can identify with, I guess, in a sense where we recognise our triggers. Mm. Like, having spoken to therapists, you kind of hear that word often, like yeah. triggers, what are your triggers? Um, and I guess that post highlighted something to me that I knew about. Um, mm. So just to give a bit of context, like in the last three years, I've probably lost count of the amount of panic attacks that I've had. Mm. It's crazy. Um, I remember the very first one that I recognised as a panic attack. I was at a family wedding and Dwayne was invited to this, but he didn't come. And so this was probably like the first family wedding that we'd all been to, like me and my siblings had been to in years. And I remember there was one point, like we were just invited to the evening reception. And so there was a point where, uh, also I hadn't eaten, so I don't know if that played a part as well. (laughs) But I just remember texting Dwayne and being like, oh, like I wish you were here. We weren't even married at the time, but Mm. Dwayne's always been a bit of like a rock and comfort to me. Um, and I remember my chest feeling really tight and just feeling like an overwhelming sense of sadness. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, this is a wedding. Like, why am I sad? But I just felt like the room was all staring at me and I felt uncomfortable. I felt hot. And I remember going into the bathroom and crying. And very much, this is a family wedding, you know, like I should be happy. I went in there and I cried. And I remember just texting my friend and I literally just said, sis, like, I... I've never experienced this before, but I think I'm having an, an anxiety attack. Like, can you pray? And and that kind of birthed our sort of like accountability relationship where Emma will ask me how I'm dealing with my anxiety. And if, you know, something comes up, um, she will pray with me through that. Um, and I think I got to the stage where I could kind of sense when I was having a panic attack. Mm. Um, and this opened up like a journey of me being open I guess to talk about it so even like with you Shay like Mm. when I think I don't know if you remember this but this was probably like 2020 I think I was in my car and then I got to the traffic light and all of a sudden I had this overwhelming sense of sadness again and I started to like feel myself about to cry and I was crying Mm. and I didn't know what was stressing me but my chest was tight and I remember Mm. I think I voice noted you and I said this is how I'm feeling this is where I'm at can you pray for me and so I kind of then I had to think, okay, what is causing this? Because yeah. these emotions, this feeling, this trauma, whatever I'm dealing with, this anxiety is very real. Mm. So I'm acknowledging, okay, this is actually happening. This is, is kind of manifesting as a physical response as well. Mm. Um, but what is causing this? What is my trigger? Okay, so what's going on right now? We're in a global pandemic, as in this is back then, yeah, not now. We're free. <laughs> <laughs> we're free a little bit. Um, but like, okay, we're in a global pandemic. Um, I can't see my family, mm. I can't see my loved ones, I can't see my friends, our wedding has been postponed three mm. times, I can't live with my husband, I can't travel, okay, I'm about to get married, this is huge, my mm. name is going to change, I need to move house, I've never moved house in 28 years. Mm. So I had to then realise that I was going through a lot of change. On top of that, like you shared, sis, multiple losses. Mm. In the last two years, between my family and Dwayne's family, it was back-to-back deaths. Yeah, it was. 
back to back. It was literally dealing with this pandemic, people isolating, staying safe, and then boom, Dwayne's uncle's passed, and mm. then boom, Dwayne's granddad passed, and then boom, my uncle passed, and then mm. boom, my other uncle passed. And these are all people who we were expecting to see at our wedding. Mm. These are all people who were healthy and were fine, and suddenly, boom, 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 mm. gone. Yeah. On top of that, having to lead a team, mm-hmm. On top of that, having to plan this wedding that we didn't know was going to happen mm. and be a church leader. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of change. That yeah. was, it was, it was huge. And, and I had to get to a point where I was like, actually, shoo, that is trauma. Like what yeah. you went through, that is traumatic. That yeah. was, that is huge. And it has affected me, mm. but it's now how I manage that. Yeah. I love that. Cause I think from a church point of view, yeah, sometimes people look at, or anyone in leadership, people look at that and think everything's okay. Mm. Like I remember when I when I used to work here, and everyone was like, "Oh, it must be so great working in church. You must pray twenty four seven. Yeah, right. And it's like, <laughs> no, we don't pray twenty four seven. We do pray together. Yeah, do you know what I definitely. mean? And and it, honestly, working here with with you lot was was great. Mm. Um, but actually, we still go through stuff. And how do you? as a leader in any sort of capacity, how do you still smile? How do you still keep mm. keep going yeah. when actually I'm about to go on stage but I've got an anxiety attack or mm. I'm about to lead a prayer meeting or I'm about to lead this and yeah. I just found out that my family member has done X, Y, Z. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And I think it's, yeah, it's just interesting because I think we're all human and it, right. it makes us, you know, leaders aren't special. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We all go through the same thing. That's so right. how do we support one another? How do we make, especially as Christian, how do we make things easier yeah. for one another, if that makes sense? No, that's good. And and I think sharing that, like you touched on, you know, seeing a therapist and actually talking about, you know, what you're going through, I've definitely found healing in yeah. being open and sharing and, and talking. So like I speak with someone once a month and that gives an opportunity to be just honest. Yeah. yeah. Which is hard. Because, yeah. I don't know, maybe in our community, we're so used to, no, you don't talk about this, you mm. don't mention that, don't talk about family business. Well, actually, this family business is causing me to be someone that I don't quite like. Yeah. And I don't want to be that person. Um, and I think um, I, we touched on, uh, like, death being a, a trigger. I've definitely, like, I was sharing with Shay before that there's been sort of, like, a bit of breakthrough yeah. in that sense because because of the amount of trauma around mm. all these losses that we've gone through as a family, I didn't realise that people passing away was a trigger for me because it was just back-to-back. I kind of felt, am I going to lose this person? Is this going to be the last time I see my parents? Is this person mm. going to safely, you know, deliver their child? Those kind of thoughts. And I realised that I was spending so much time worrying about things that hadn't happened. Yeah. And that that caused me to have really bad anxiety. Mm. And I remember, it's, I say within the last couple of months, like my aunt, Aunt Vic, shout out Aunt Vic, she's amazing. Yeah. Dwayne's, Dwayne's auntie. And she will like send me encouraging words and send me voice notes and stuff. And I remember asking her to pray we had a, a friend um husband who passed away and it affected me badly because my heart was just torn into pieces and i remember um it then triggered you know the the feelings again of being scared of losing loved ones being scared of losing Dwayne and stuff and, and my auntie she shared she basically said you know you have to learn how to be present mm. so not worrying about what has not happened 
and not giving that so much energy and so much attention but actually being present and creating memories loving family mm. and then that really opened my eye because i was like you're right like i'm worrying about things that don't even exist mm. they're in my mind but i need to put that aside because be present be with family create mm. memories laugh and joke and that really changed my mindset and that really helped there to be a bit of um breakthrough as well so shay like in terms of trauma and anxiety or whichever you know um thing you want to touch on you mentioned therapy now has that helped you to manage you know any feelings that you have or is there anything else that you can share that's helped you to to manage this yeah um therapy actually to be fair i feel like unless you've been close to me this is the first time people are finding out that yeah you're right therapy because i haven't really told anyone um so yeah let's go back I knew I needed therapy mm. because I knew that what I went through and the things that I've seen, especially around gun and knife crime, yeah. um, which is years, mm. wasn't right. Yeah. I knew it wasn't normal. Um, however, I just lived with it. Um, so when I started working where I work, um, back on the estate in a youth club, I realised... I started to... Ch- I spoke to you... I, yeah. I asked you quite a lot of questions. When I'm processing <laughs> things, I ask people who are the closest to me and who really know me questions mm. just to either confirm what I'm thinking is true <laughs> or to highlight something that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember asking Shiv, I was like, do you think I'm changing? Because when I got onto this estate, bearing in mind it's in South London, there's no... There's no tie to me in South London. The smells, Mm -hmm. the way people talk, the way people dress, the situations that people uh, went through Mm. triggered a lot of stuff in my emotions and things were happening around me at the same time that I I couldn't handle. Mm. I just felt really down and low. and um, So I was like, I need to get therapy. And I I debated for a good few months. Um, I started with someone and I didn't like them. And I said to God, God, these are the three things I really want. I want someone who who's black, a black mm, woman, yeah. preferably Caribbean, but if yeah. not, it, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, I would like someone who's a Christian, yeah. who understands ministry, because mm. I, I wouldn't say ministry was traumatic, traumatic, mm. um, but a lot happened. And what I mean by that is, is supporting other people through trauma. Yeah. And you don't always feel prepared yourself. Mm. Um, and I wanted someone who could pray with me as a therapist. I didn't want some wacky ideas, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not saying that therapists have <laughs> wacky ideas, but I wanted it to be Christ-centred. That's good. Um, and thirdly, I wanted someone who wasn't connected to me. I'm quite... Uh, I'm well-known. Mm. Um, and it, it bugs me to even admit it. Do you oh, know she bait-bait. <laughs> It's funny, my man, my Caffrey the other day was like, Shay, how many people do you know? Mm. And I was like, mm. 1,000. Exactly. He was like, no, I think you know more than 1,000. He was like, you've got, and then Nick, my colleague, was like, you've got more than 1,000 followers on, on Instagram. Mm. I was like, all right. Mm. But do you know what I mean? I'm known, but I wanted someone who, who didn't know me. And I, I found a therapist who was in America, mm. who actually done youth ministry in London, mm. who is actually, who's Caribbean. She's actually from my country that uh. I found out the other day. And we just started journeying through that. And so how I managed was begin to work out and talk through my triggers. Yeah. Why does this lead to this? Why is it when I smell weed, I, it takes me back to a place of me being a teenager and mm. all the things that was happening yeah. um, and started to process that. And another way I managed this, um, 
I like to go for walks. I like yeah. to just get out of my environment, get mm. out of London and just take a break. Yeah. And I literally switch off from the world. Mm. But also talking to people. Mm-hmm. So quite often when I've done therapy, I'll be like, I learnt this, Shiv. I learnt this, mm. C4. I learnt this, whoever, Jaleesa, mm. my small group. And say, look, what can we do? And I think that's one of the ways I managed it. That's good. That, no, yeah. thank you for sharing. I guess we mean all this to say, get a therapist. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I think there's still like a stigma in our community, um, like in the black community as well, or even like the older generation mm. to keep things quiet or keep it in the family or like we don't discuss this. Um, but actually speaking about these things can help us to manage them because mm. I guess essentially a lot of the feelings that we go through, when we go through anxiety and doubt, these are human emotions. Mm. These are completely normal. We are living and breathing homo sapiens. So it's normal <laughs> for us to have these feelings, but it's how we manage them. Yeah. Um, and I think often we have these thoughts and feelings because of situations mm-hmm. and life does happen. And we actually have to learn how to live with them. Yeah. Um, so you sharing about like how therapy has helped you is, is massive. Um, and I think... Like I said, for me, like I talk to someone once a month as well. Yeah. So that's helped. But even before that, I remember it was July 2020. And this is when I sort of started to acknowledge that I was having anxious thoughts. We were uh, going for a walk and mm. um, it was Dwayne and I. And I literally just felt led to say to Dwayne that I need to talk to a therapist. Mm. And he was just so open. He goes, babe, just like do what you need to do, what's best for you. Like, I think you should go for it. Um, and obviously, like you, Shay, we're, I don't want to say we bake bait, but we're quite well known. So mm. it was never going to be someone within our circle. Yeah, 100%. Because there's almost that, like, you want a bit of a safety blanket. All mm. right, I want it to be someone completely detached from my world mm. so that I can be as open and honest. And not to say we're not open and honest with people around us, but actually... I want to detach from this area of my life yeah. and have so, like a clean slate, someone completely neutral mm. um, to talk about. And I guess at the time I did um, have a friend who lives locally mm. and her background is in um, CBT. So that's um, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, and this was amazing because she basically expressed to me that, you know, the anxiety that you're going through is completely normal. You're going mm. through a lot of change. I mean, she gave me some, like, useful techniques on um, that how to manage these um, thoughts and feelings as well. And I think, like, you know, there's one thing talking to your friends, and I think having friends and people to be accountable, friends, mentors, that mm. are so important. But actually having someone who's trained oh, yeah. in a particular area mm-hmm. will pull out the best in you and once you're healed Mm. you can help other people a lot better Mm -hmm. as well and obviously we're not therapists and we're not going to go around and say this is what you may do but we can give advice to people and the more healing you have the more you can give to people and i think especially being in ministry especially with working with people Mm. um even parents the more healing you have with yourself the more healed you are so say more whole but it's the same thing no 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 i get you it's better because you're not passing on Mm. traumatic experiences or mindsets you know what i mean and something i I said to myself and just speaking to people i was like i don't want to go back into youth work i don't want to have a family i don't want to have kids and i'm holding on to all of these traumatic experiences all these negative views i want to break that and live freely do you know what i mean so yeah definitely i think um some people like might be listening and not know where to go or not like 
know the right people to seek guidance or they can't afford therapy but i think like shay's shared having friends that you can talk to like and get support from that is is amazing Mm -hmm. um like for me i have um different friends that i talk to about different things so like um emma and i share like anything anxiety related Mm. um like i speak to and like my close girls like who are married about love and sex Mm -hmm. relationships um there's others who i talk about you know, raising a family, like those who have like multiple children. And this yeah. is all stuff like in hindsight, because Dwayne and I don't have children yet, but I would love to be like, you know, I like to understand like what mm. that looks like, what the change in dynamic is. Um, I've got friends that I talk to about ministry. Mm. Um, and then of course, like the, the mental health side. One thing that I will say, like I'll, <laughs> I'll share this now because it's been on my heart and I could do a whole podcast on it. In the area of like children, like there's, Basically, when you get married, yeah, mm. everyone's all waiting for you to get pregnant. And, mm. like, Dwayne and I are coming up to two years of marriage. <laughs> and we're enjoying. We're really enjoying, okay? <laughs> but in the last, like, year, year and a half, the amount of people, whether they're aunties, whether they're people in church, people who go to a party who are, have said, when are you having kids? Or mm. you're looking round. Or, like, oh, is she pregnant? That kind of stuff. To the point where when I last preached, my preach was on prayer and I had to challenge the church and I had to say, stop approaching, stop being a wound watcher. That's what I called them. Mm. Don't be a wound watcher. Don't approach a woman or a man and ask them about when they're having kids or assume that they're having fertility issues. Dwayne and I do not have fertility issues Dwayne mm. and I are enjoying being married we are enjoying getting to know one another in this new season however the comments mm. and the words and people saying like stuff about my weight and stuff has been very triggering for me mm. now those of you who don't know me that well like when I was growing up I was maga yeah skinny skinny <laughs> I even hate that word. It's even very triggering. But I was Sorry. like, stuff. No, it's all good. Sis. <laughs> but yeah, I was called skinny and I couldn't put on weight. And I was very athletic, but I just was slim. And to the point where even like family, like back home, they used to be like, oh, she's not eating or she's underweight, that kind of stuff. So I've always struggled with my weight. And then so now we're coming into global pandemic, yeah, not exercising, not going to the gym and stuff. I'm putting on a little bit of weight. I've got married. I cook, you see me cook, like I'm cooking oxtail, rice and peas, soup, all this, mm. all this Caribbean mm, mm, stuff. Mm. And then, you know, the Sierra Leonean dish as well, everything got palm oil in it and, mm. you know, cassava leaves and all this. Of course I'm going to put on weight. We're in a lockdown and like, uh, I'm not exercising as much. So I put on weight, but mm. people are making comments about that. So it was hard for me because people were saying, oh, she never puts on weight. And then the moment I put on weight, oh, you're putting on weight. Oh, you're carrying weight. Why is that a compliment? Like, I don't know how I got onto that, but touching on it was important. It's important to share. And actually, the things that people are saying are triggers. Do you know what I mean? And I think sometimes we have to be aware of what people could be going through. And I think we we spoke about this earlier, especially Mm. when it comes around uh, when people get married and we're Mm. like, oh, let's have children. Mm. I've learned growing up to actually stop saying that. Oh, 100%. And it's not because, you know, one that might not be your journey you may not yeah. want children i'm not yeah. saying you don't but people mm. might. but two we've had friends who have lost children yeah. and how insensitive would mm. i be to be like oh you need to have a child do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. let me support you let's celebrate your 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 union Absolutely. as a married couple 
we don't need to know everything that's happening in the background. Yeah. If you have children, let's celebrate. If you don't have children, yeah. let's celebrate. Let's celebrate Definitely. your union. And, you know, I think that's important to share. And mm. I think earlier you spoke about uh, speaking to people with therapy and then sometimes people can't afford a therapist. Mm. You know, in the NHS, uh, in every borough, you can call up your uh the doctors go yeah. onto the website and contact talking therapies. Mm. Now there is a long wait in this because mental health has risen, risen. since yeah. the pandemic, and yeah. you know there's a big push, especially in youth work, to get all youth workers um, mental health uh, to become a mental health first aider. So yeah. I've become one over the pandemic, Amazing. level one, level two, and and and, and other stuff. Um, so there's that options. There's if you go online, um, I think it's called therapist aid mm. um where it gives you worksheets i've been using this with young people for years mm. worksheets to go through and it's not to self-diagnose because yeah. i think only you'll know but it's it could be something until you find someone yeah. or find someone who's just mature enough yeah. a mentor and i, I read i stress mentors i still talk to my mentors i'm a big almost 32 year old woman mm. <laughs> and i still need these people in my life to talk through mm. things i know like when my grandfather passed away and my cousin passed away it was my pastor who called me and we had a conversation just to yeah. talk these things through um as when i speak to my pastor now he's always like what's happening in your life yeah and those are important questions for me to draw out actually this is where i'm at mm. this is where i'm at with my faith this is mm. where i'm at in life family whatever it may be and and push forward because yeah. it's not right to suffer in no, silence not at all you know what i mean have and if you don't have people you know shiv and i are not promising that we will <laughs> we could be there for mm. everyone but we will pray definitely um, we have like a whatsapp group us three yeah. um, me you and amy mm -hmm. and that's been so useful because sometimes i'm just stressed and i'm like guys can you pray then yeah, can yeah, you pray yeah. please yeah and having people who will pray and i know that they'll pray who that's will right. encourage me that's right makes a big difference yeah. in what i'm going through definitely definitely and another one i'd recommend i think you shared this when abs came on and spoke on mental health but frontline therapists mm -hmm. so you can go on there and you can basically put in um like your preferences on a type of therapist um and also i'd say like don't be afraid to say no like you shared yeah. that you had someone and actually they weren't suitable for you you might find someone don't feel obliged to stay with them because at the end of the day that's your journey especially if you're paying for it as well. yeah man if you're if you're paying money you might as well like be benefiting from it because it's for mm. your own benefit um and i just want to share a quick um scripture like before we sort of like round up philippians 4 6 yeah. to 7 it says do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all your understanding will guard your heart and your mind in christ jesus you know we've shared a lot today and we've spoken about loads of different, you know, um, traumas that we often invalidate. And if you're listening today and any of those have like stood out to you, Shay and I are going to pray in a mm. second just for you guys who are listening. Um, and, you know, if you don't have anyone to talk to or you just need someone to pray, like, please send us a message. We will happily just pray and stand with you. It will be confidential. Yeah. Um, but we'd love to like stand with you in your journey of healing. So yeah, sis, I think it would be great if we, we, we both prayed. Mm -hmm. What do you reckon? Yeah? yeah of course. All right, we get a double whammy today. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lord. Yeah, dear God, we just thank you for who you are. We acknowledge you as God Almighty and that you are in um, the midst of all of our journeys, Lord Jesus. And for our listeners who are going through something, who have experienced some form of trauma, Lord, first and foremost, Lord, I pray that you will um, reveal yourself to them, Lord Jesus, and that you will be you know the one who sustains them and brings them through in the same way that you have with shay and i on our journey being on this journey with you it's not like a you know quick fix it still has its ups and downs but we have the assurance knowing that you are with us um, and that we can cast all of our burdens all of our worries onto you lord so for those who have gone through something whether it's um they think it's big or they think it's small lord i pray that they can get to a place where they acknowledge Um, what they've been through as trauma that you know sit with the emotion of it for a little bit and then leave it and that they'll begin their journey of healing lord jesus we pray for all of our listeners um we love the fact that they even listen to us lord thank you for allowing us to journey with them and i just pray that their hearts will be softened lord jesus and that you will meet with them and that your peace will just surround them lord that same peace that i've experienced yeah i've experienced that peace that is you know the bible says is beyond our understanding like i shouldn't be I shouldn't be peaceful right now, but I am, and I trust God. So, Lord, I pray that our listeners will experience that exact same thing as well. In your mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Father, just come into agreement with all that she's said and prayed, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are God who cares about us, Lord. You you see our hurts, you see our pains, Mm. um, and you don't just ignore them, Lord. I know you're a God who wants to be involved, who who tries to be involved, and I know your heart aches for mankind, want to know you, but you ache when we ache. So Lord, I pray, just as Shiv has prayed for the people who have experienced trauma, who are journeying through therapy, who are trying to work out how do I live with this, Lord, I pray that you would just give them a way out, Lord. Lord, if it's talking therapy, is it frontline therapies, if it's any any sort of aid, Lord, that actually you would begin to open doors for these people. Yeah. And Lord, for those who are questioning whether I should do it or not, Lord, I pray that if it's your will, that you'll just give them that encouragement to take that step towards it, Lord. Ther- therapy isn't easy. You go through emotions, you have your ups and downs, but actually at the end, it is so much better. You become whole and yeah lord i I don't know i just i just pray a blessing lord and i pray for those who you know who who are going through things shiv and i are quite fortunate we've we've gone through things knowing that we have you and knowing that we have people around us but i think of those who are lonely those who don't have people around them lord i pray that you know if even if they reach out to us but you'll place people around them to support them and but ultimately they'll feel supported by you lord you are powerful to show yourself to people So yeah, Lord, I just pray this all in your precious and mighty name, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Ah, it's been amazing. Sis, thank you for sharing your heart and sharing a little bit about you, because obviously you said some things that I guess people didn't know. Same with me as well, wasn't it? Now they know. But I think it's important for us to be open, because I think we portray an image, but actually we're we're humans, and we all go through stuff. if we're open it may help the next person the mum the sister the dad who listens to be open and get help and that's why we do this that's it it. i'm looking forward to our next one as well we're gonna have a guest speaker on our next podcast yeah um but as we wrap up uh, we're on all major platforms Mm 
Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. I have to shout out Apple. Shout I out use. Apple. I use Apple as well and Google Podcasts for In anyone fact, who uses that. You should be paying us for to promote you. <laughs> Apple, pay me now. <laughs> We're on Instagram as well, so at Shiv and Shade Podcast. Get in touch. Thank you for listening. Thank if you, you have any topics you. you want us to talk about, please send us a DM. We do listen. We do reply. It may take us a couple of days because <laughs> none of us have notifications on. That's it. However, we will get back to you. This yeah. is the Shiv and Shade Podcast. Out. Bye. Bye. Bye.